and welcome everybody into the Sun Solar Panel. I am your sometimes host, Greg Esposito, and as I always say, ahoy hoy to you guys this evening. Uh, plenty, you're, you're, you're plenty of people here with us tonight, except for Tim. Apparently, uh, 11 o'clock on the East Coast is just uh, too late when you don't have anything to really talk about, but you're doing a podcast anyway. No, I'm just going to call it a generational thing. Tim is Tim's too old to be on this, whereas I am perfectly <laughs> aged. <laughs> I think Tim might be the youngest. No, I'm I'm actually the youngest. Thank you of the of the solar panel group, and uh, oh, I still showed forget. up. Yeah, okay. yeah I'm, I'm like six months younger than Tim. I, I, I believe oh. I'm the second youngest of all of us. We're, we're all old, so it doesn't matter. So why don't we get Tim, do some introductions? Da- Dave don't King, take that honor for me. Dave King is on the show as always. Dave, how are you? Hello, Sunsland. All four of you tonight. No, I'm sure we'll get a few more. Uh, Paul and Justin from Fanning the Flames are here. Guys, thank you for uh, taking the time. Yo, Joe. Ahoy, hoy. <laughs> thank you for the ahoy, hoy. <laughs> I have no clue what the hell we're going to talk about because I, I feel like it's been four months since we've had basketball. I've been trapped in this uh, tiny it room. It does feel like four months. It feels like two months, weeks. <laughs> and it's been literally two weeks yeah well can i I, okay that that brings up a good point so paul had texted all of us what like a week ago four days ago ago, maybe a week ago (laughs) being like hey guys you want to have like maybe like a group group call we can just talk i was like bro it's been like three days like (laughs) yeah but he was already feeling it my wife (laughs) and my son hey Paul, paul hey at least you have a wife and a son to talk to my kids are all grown up and on their own. I, I've been talking on the phone more than I've talked on the phone since I was younger than you people. Uh, my parents figured out FaceTime so I can get a random FaceTime from my dad every day, which is great. Oh, <laughs> I know nobody in my family likes FaceTime unless they're talking to their same age friends, my kids. Yeah, but Hi. no, we don't like I uh, I'm just glad that Paul had the same patience as the 76ers who uh, tried to cut t- player uh, cut uh, employee <laughs> salaries after employee a week and salaries. a half. They're like, hey, hey guys, it's been like a week since we made millions of dollars at the arena. We're gonna yeah. need you who makes fifty thousand dollars to uh, either go on furlough or take a twenty percent pay cut. So uh, yeah, well, yeah. I think it's inside the, the this. Suns cut a player. The day of. Yeah, yeah. Well, okay, after. wait, wait. That's a different topic. Hey, let's spread these fucking things out, all right? Man? All right, spread them out. We only have so many news pieces to talk about. So we are. First thing. Can first I, thing. I, hold I, on, hold on. I, no. Can I, can, I be a, can I be a bad guy and say, www. I don't get it? I mean. Dot com. Okay. So let me just let me just do the, the Sixers thing. So, so the owner, who is worth billions of dollars, tells all of his employees that I'm going to cut your pay by 20% and take you down to a four-day work week because the league is shut down because to help me pay for the hourly workers, not to pay for the hourly workers to keep them full-time, but to help pay for the hourly workers to keep them full-time. And then it goes out in literally what? Within 24 hours, he reverses course because everybody on social media says, you know, gave him the middle finger, yeah. the owner, right? Yeah, well, all right. So, Greg, you worked in an NBA organization for an incredibly affluent and generous owner. (laughs) One of the Uh, two things is true. Yes. (laughs) Tell us what um, would have happened in, and not to say it won't or hasn't, uh, but tell us what would have happened if 
you got that memo from your owner when you worked for the team. How would it have how would it have gone with you guys being in that office or even working from home? Tell me uh, about it. I mean, my guess is a lot of us would have expected it. I mean, I talked about this last episode, but in uh, 2011, during the work stoppage, uh, we all thought furloughs were coming if it uh, went beyond Thanksgiving. Luckily, it didn't. Uh, so none of us had to actually experience that. But I can only imagine what it feels like for uh But was it after a week? Employees. No, it was, I mean, uh, it was, it it was months. I mean, and I, I actually started in the middle of that work stoppage in that September. So I went into the job knowing it was something, but this was, this was a week and a half when they made this decision in a time where they think that the games are going to eventually be played. So what, I just don't understand what the actual loss is here. These are salaried people. My first reaction was uh, when, when the sun's, obviously cannot pay or decided not to pay full possible compensation for all their hourly workers that would have been there for the events. Um, that made sense because they weren't actually working them. If all those events would be played out later in the summer, giving these people that same money just a couple months later, but salaried workers, I thought, wow, you know, I've been salary for a long, long time. And I'm thinking, well, okay, they just get an extra few months of free work for me in the summer that they're not paying extra for. So now what this Josh Harris, I think Josh Harris is the name of the guy, um, the owner of the Sixers was trying to do is cut their salaries and he would have had them come back and work the rest of the summer, right? Yeah, well, that's the thing. I don't get it because if these games are played like they they assume they, they will be sometime in the summer, you're basically just trading that off-season downtime for downtime right now, and you didn't have to take a pay cut in the off-season while you were working. There was plan; it was built into the business plan, and I get it. You may take a bit of a hit here, but th- it's asinine. This, these are billion-dollar teams, right? These are billion-dollars, billion and yes. you're and you're haggling over people making fifty, sixty, seventy thousand yeah. dollars a year. It's, it's ridiculous. So Justin or Justin, I cut you off. Go ahead with what you were going to say. Does it really matter? I feel like now that you've said all that, now it just makes my point a whole lot less uh, important because are you going to sound like a dick? No, I I, I, take the other side. You know, let's be honest. I will. Uh, um, Because at the end of the day, um, these owners have to pay attention to their bottom line. And yeah, I get it. They're billion. They're billionaires. Yeah. They got to be billionaires by doing a certain type of process with their businesses throughout their careers. And ultimately we're talking about a bunch of folks who are right to work employees as employees. Any company could very easily right now, like a lot of companies are just lay off all of their employees yeah, and but- say, you know what? I'm not going to pay you. And when we start up again, I'll rehire you because you're going to want your job back. That is happening. I mean, they to could of do people. it. Yes. I, I get that, but this is an industry where uh, where they're throwing around cash like crazy in, in most cases, and in, in some but, it but is. You, but do you but, really yeah. think that's not happening in industries where they're not throwing around cash like oh, crazy? I'm sure, but I mean, I mean it is. But but sports is an underpaid industry as it is. I mean, it's it's a ridiculous how how 
much of of an undercut you take to work in sports because there there's a cachet about working in it. There's a, there's a cool factor about it, and I you know, and a lot of us who entered it went in knowing that you were going to get paid less. And then I, I I love that the argument is these guys made their money by being dicks, so just expect them to continue to be dicks uh, about it when it comes to this. But these are people's livelihoods that that you're just like, well, I'm a billionaire, and I need to make sure we. Uh, we make that that spreadsheet balance out here over the next few months. So screw poor Joey over there in uh, in marketing who's making fifty five thousand because well I don't right. care. You know, Look, that, I'm not I'm not I'm not saying it's right. I'm just saying it's happening all over the place right now, true. and only because he's an NBA owner. And everyone focuses on what he's doing is why he's backtracking on it. You don't think there are other gigantic companies that are worth – with owners worth way more than him doing this? There absolutely are. Well, and they deserve the same kind of – It is what it is. But they deserve the same kind of scrutiny. This just happens to be an NBA podcast, not a business podcast. So, you know, like – No, but I I can guarantee you that those other people that are doing this to their employees aren't getting – the the same type of scrutiny no. because they're not as publicly known yeah, but of they, an organization. But that's the risk you take when you buy an NBA franchise. You know, you yeah. want to be publicly known. You want that cachet of owning the franchise. So that comes with the risk of you're in more in the public sphere. You're, and things you do are going to be, you know, scrutinized a little bit more. You know, you kind of got to take those lumps. I mean, it I, had, forgot, I forgot Paul was here, guys. <laughs> I know, I know. I was going to hand it off to Paul for the next it's comments. Go ahead. It's only Keep half going, of Paul who's shown up in the picture, so that's all right. <laughs> no, I... <laughs> <laughs> on YouTube, that is. So, uh, on, but, I mean, that doesn't... Oh, shit, I, I forgot to check I, YouTube. Look, Hey, I hey, look, we've got people who are following along, so make sure you guys watch the YouTube chat. I am watching the YouTube chat here. I will throw in... Throwing we are not the only the bored ass mofos. But look, but you should talk. you should not be running an NBA franchise because you're looking to make money on it. Like these things should be a break-even proposition. If that's, I mean, it, it, that's that's it's a toy for these rich guys. It, you know, it should it should just be. I don't want to lose money on it. I want to break even. Like uh, if they're if they're cutting employees because well we need to turn a profit on this bad boy, uh, you're in the wrong freaking business, right? You your your profit comes when you sell the team and you get out the door. You know that's that's when the profit comes for you. But when you're running it, you should be running it to win and and break even. That should be what your uh, like what our, your goal. I like is our there. buddy Daniel Duarte is in there telling uh. Justin to stop defending Bobby S. <laughs> and, and, and hey, hey Duke says Sarver has to feed his kids too, man. Uh, yeah. Oh, oh, now he's Latrell Sprewell. Yeah, look, I man, I I get the situation. I just feel for the working man in in there because I know what a grind it is to work for an NBA team, to to work those games, work that those is, long hours, and and that's you, a really great segue, Espo. Can so we, people get on right side of the sun and donate even even to my campaign like supporting Robert Sarver at all right there. 
No, you were defending all all billionaires who do evil things. So. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Sort of, oh, yeah. At no least problem. somebody understands. Are you defending the biggest billionaire of all? No, we're not going to go down that road. <laughs> never mind. Never mind. We are going Dave, to focus on the sun. Dave, let's help the little man let the, and woman. Let's, we're helping uh, the let's little man. Brightsideofthesun.com. Look at the top banner, a link where you're donating even a few bucks. Um, I am donating to local Phoenix area businesses, uh, money to help them get by because their businesses are down 80, 90% because they're takeout only on restaurants. Hourly workers are completely out of work. So we, I want to help them out. I had a nice exchange with a buddy of mine, uh, the other day where he said that should be Robert Sarver paying those hourly workers, not me. And I'm like, yeah, but are you going to make the hourly worker the victim here? No. Don't make the hourly worker. They're already the victim. Don't victimize them even further by saying some other dude should do it. Help me help them. Give me a little bit of money and I will get it in their pockets of these TSRA workers. Look, look at you. You're you're doing better work than uh, than the Senate is right now. You're actually getting shit done. Yeah, we're up to 1200 bucks in uh, donations online, and I've gotten a little bit of money as well sent to me separately by people who still use checkbooks. Pretty nice. great. Well, that is great. That is great. Did, did you sterilize those checks before you touched them? <laughs> no. Dave sterilizes but everything. I wash right my now, hands yeah. about 15 times a day, <laughs> and I'm just happy to get mail because I don't see anybody anymore, but I am extremely lucky because I get work from home and i still get my paycheck so i'm trying to help out others is there anything justin quit yeah he just gave up no <laughs> I, his his uh microphone was a little bit tinny so i asked him to just check on the connections and stuff so now he's going nuts on it look is there anything um, weirder than working at home though like i've been it is I've so been here, different i've what is this this was day 10 i believe of working at home for me and i literally I'm going stir crazy. It's like cabin fever because you don't even get the, I drove to work and saw something, you know, scenery on the way there. And then I see a few people uh, around the office before I get to work. It's literally Groundhog's Day here. I'm, yeah. I, uh, it, it's crazy. And at least you have family at home. Mine are grown. I'm like just me. And so I was so excited to have this Skype call tonight. <laughs> <laughs> It's a, it's, seeing people hey dave do i sound less tingy now uh sure no sure no, yeah sure sure look, I, what are you tim look now, at the dave? volume setting talking no, about look the, at the volume setting dave send me this is great private text messages Dude, go into here. skype <laughs> audio and video preferences and look at the volume setting and make sure it's set to five don't let it auto set it's look, in skype look you see my text message yes. back to you saying I did that already. Fucking yeah. <laughs> oh, fuck man. Man, can no, we act, let's actually good. talk some sons. We've hey, hold on really quick. I want okay. I just want to say Ryan Bledsoe, thank you for saying I look good on this podcast. Thank <laughs> you. Dude. Is that, oh, you didn't get to see Justin before you put the shirt back on. Oh god, let's <laughs> talk about it. Well, so, you had to go and do that. That's awkward. <laughs> Oh, Daniel. Right, let's talk about sun oh, stuff. Hold on. Daniel in the chat says, my company has me going into the office, about 150 of us on one floor, and all they do is tell us to stay six feet apart. How fucking wide is your office? <laughs> <laughs> Dan, Are you right? Dan, is, is this Duarte? It Espo? is yeah. Duarte. Yeah. Yeah. His, oh, his company Dan. is... <laughs> Wait, don't name it. <laughs> don't, I, don't name 
in trouble. Do you have to like rotate trips to the bathroom, by the way? Oh, I know. That was the thing when I was, uh, <laughs> I'd stopped going to the office about a week ago. When I was going to the office, that was the thing is going to the bathroom. It's like, oh shit. Literally. Well, in a bad way. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> so. Man, it, it, it's, it is bizarre, bizarre time. So. We were actually going to talk something, son. Yeah, let's on talk sun. So what? What I want to know, right? We is who should be the next person to go into the sun's ring of honor? Al McCoy was the last person uh, that went in, and uh, before that, I believe it was. Uh, I'm not going to remember who it was. It was uh, the coach uh, from the '70s and '80s, John McLeod, uh, who went in previous to that, and Steve Nash was also. Uh, in the mix there. So those were the last three to go into the Suns. Yeah, I think the last two, Nash and McCoy. Yeah, and then McLeod, McLeod was uh, before Nash because I, I okay. worked uh, I worked both the McLeod and the Nash Ring of Honor. Uh, so the question really is, should it be Sean Marion or should it be Amari Stoudemire who's next oh, or somebody I, else? I mean, that that really is what it comes down to. I mean, those are the... Those are the major candidates that that we're talking about, and uh, not not Pat Burke. No, no, not Pat Burke. No. Uh, well, you can make the argument if you want. Uh, I'm I'm happy to listen. Argument. I'm happy to listen to the Pat Burke argument to make the Sun's Ring of Honor if you if you really want to make it. It's fine. I mean, it'd be a great montage of clips of him on the jumbotron in like weird videos. All right, so let's go through everything. Everyone who is already in the Ring of Honor. Just to make sure we all know, because somebody asked if John, if uh, Tom Chambers was already in. Let's so hold on. Got, let's see. Let's see how many I can get without seeing a list. I don't have any list do here. Go for it. Uh, you've got Joe Prosky. You've got Jerry Colangelo, uh, McLeod, Nash, and and Al McCoy, like we talked about. Paul uh, Paul Westfall, Dan Marley, Kevin Johnson, uh, Charles Barkley. Uh, I think I said Chambers because I've been brought up. Who am I missing? Cotton Fitzsimmons is in there. Dude, you're missing the nicest dude in the entire building. Oh, Alvin Adams as well is Thank in there. Thank you. And then, Such a cool guy. Uh, who else am I missing? You know, he still collects. Uh, what does he do? With, he, he collects it. Rookie of the Years. Every Rookie uh, yes. rookie of the Year That's it. that comes in the building since he was one well, What is it that he 76. collects of them? He takes a photo with him. He takes a photo. He takes with him. a photo right. with okay. him, and he has uh, yeah. almost all of them. He has a folder in his desk of all the photos. Uh, I believe. Nicest, all, like, most unassuming dude. Yeah, he's in there, uh, and uh, I don't know who I'm missing, but I think I got a majority of them. Did you get? Uh, did you get the uh, the oldest Walter one? Walter Davis uh, is Walter in there. Walter Davis. Connie Hawkins is in there. Connie as Hawkins. Well. Uh, I think Dan Majural is oh, in there. I said Mar- <laughs> I said Marley, so. I think you got them all. They're two everybody different people. Then. So, yeah, you got them all. Yeah, Majural so, is who's much that? better than Marley. Thank you for, 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 for channeling uh, Tim right there. Yeah, yeah well, we've got to bring Tim in somehow. Um, so we've got then, so it's basically, it's Amari Stoudemire, Sean Marion. Some people would nominate Raja Bell. <laughs> Just for the clothesline. I don't think play. we can anymore. I feel guilty about <laughs> the clothesline now. I feel like so. we... No, what? Do I you feel guilty know? about, ta- <laughs> about talking about it, in. not not that it happened, about talking about it now. No. I, uh, Kobe, would fe- Kobe would be pissed at you for feeling guilty about it, dude. That's probably <laughs> true. Think about that. That's probably true. 
Uh, no, yeah. So I mean, it's just straight up true. I don't know. Is do you guys have anybody other than before we get in, into a debate? Anybody have an argument for anybody other than Amari and and Marion? I'm not seeing anyone else being suggested either. Oh, nice. Daniel Hobson thinks Justin is a sexy beast. What about me, man? I'm the sweet. Who said that? Who said that? Daniel Hemkin. It's nice that your wife is in here as a uh, fake uh, <laughs> Silver Fox, YouTube comment. It is my wife's burner account. <laughs> <laughs> your wife's burner account's a dude. <laughs> <laughs> how better? How better of a burner account can you have? Your wife's yeah. burner account is a dude. Yeah. Just be so, jealous. Your wife didn't think about it first. I'm just. I, I look at it. You say I, she didn't. <laughs> hey, Duke is suggesting Tom Gugliotta. No, yeah, I right. don't. Think not even. Do not even. Not even a chance. Oh, we could suggest Daniel, Antonio McDice. Daniel what about Mark West. No, nope. Rex West? Chapman. Hold on. Nope. The there Daniel and Randy in the chat just brought up the only other viable option in this argument, I think, which is the yep. gorilla. The yeah. gorilla deserves a spot in the ring of honor. And which is so funny because the gorilla is the weirdest mascot in the league. The first but the weirdest. Doesn't that does wouldn't that kind of like uh, undermine the whole Ring of Honor thing though? Well, I mean, I get it. Like, don't get me wrong. The gorilla is a big part of the Suns organization, but yeah, I think I yeah. I can get that. It it, pro, it could it demean it. I have you know what? I'm going to go off the map. Tim Donaghy, <laughs> Fabio in the chat. Uh, uh, suggests uh, Espo for Ring of Honor. I think that is the worst idea ever. But then he followed up with Tim ever. Donaghy, who's even worse. Lance Flanks. Lance, Fl- the Lance Flanks. That's the Ring of Dishonor. Uh, we'll, we'll, but uh, Nate look, Duncan, Lon Babby. We could do Lon Babby. He I, might be listening right now. I actually have the argument that I think is the only legitimate one that you can make, uh, and it's a stretch. But I think that Diana Diana Tarazi deserves a spot in that ring of honor. And I get that it's technically a Phoenix Suns ring of honor, but there has not been a more accomplished basketball player. Not even technically, dude. Yeah, I get it. But there has not been a more accomplished basketball player to play in that arena than Diana Taurasi. I argue that she's the greatest Arizona uh, sports figure that we've had. Uh, So... if you bend the rules, I think that's the one argument you, you know, can make is that you, Diana That's a deserves really, a spot. really good point because Tarasi has won championships. She's been the Kobe of the WNBA, and I do not intend at all to disrespect her. I think she should be in a ring around the arena and given a place of honor for she sure. She should have a statue. But we're talking about the Suns Ring of Honor. If you want to make a Mercury Ring of Honor that's dotted along the same lines as the Suns Ring of Honor, that's awesome, and I totally agree with you. That, that's fair. Uh, actually, before we before we debate Marion, uh, Marion, and, and Amari, are we even sure there's going to be a Ring of Honor in the new arena? Well, it I mean, might be it, uh, rented is, out is, for club seats. Well, that, it's the same I, arena, right? Yeah, but if you look if you look at the renderings, the I, I haven't seen anything that shows it. I doubt that they're going to leave those those I old janky things in this new honor, fancy it be, building. It might be a, a different uh, location. You know what I think it'll be? I think it'll be some digital thing that then every thirty five seconds rotates to an ad and then back to the uh, to the Ring <laughs> of Honor thing. That uh, I could totally see that in the new. Well, like you know, Dan Marley's could rotate into Robert an Sarver ad does. for Marley's. 
restaurants. T and T ad for Barkley. Yep, exactly. Barkley could happen to rotate into T and T. Uh huh. All right, so let's get to the cotton could let's rotate get to into the, a field of cotton. Uh, yeah. God. That's just bad. <laughs> the touch, the feel of. <laughs> Rice cotton. We that's a. Uh, uh, okay, so so Amari and Marion are are the uh, are the only guys that that really have the argument. So uh, I'm going to let Paul start. Who do you think deserves to be in there? Um, I mean, both of them have great cases, but I think the next one that really should be in is Marion. He was on the team uh, first, so I think he should definitely be the the one that goes in first. He was, um, and he was the unheralded member of that trio really. And, but in today with today's stats, he would have been a superstar more so than he was. I agree. I think that's, I think that's fair. Plus, did he retire first? Uh, I, no, I think, I don't think, he did. I think they well, retired around the, well, technically Amari is Amari's not retired. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's true. Mm-hmm. But, uh, did they may- stop playing at the same time? I think they Amari did has more years day. in Israel than Sean does. That's <laughs> true. That is very true. Uh, Just has longer dreads. Uh, Justin, who do you who do you think deserves it? And if you say Sarver, I literally am just cutting you off and muting you. I do. <laughs> I do have that power. So. Disconnect from Justin. Yeah. Well, I mean, Sarver does own the team, so no, no, okay. Um, <sighs> Yeah, I actually agree with Paul. I think that Marion deserves it over Amari. And they both deserve it. They both deserve it. Um yeah. I would say I would say that Amari's more deserving. I feel like his impact overall on the team was larger, but it was in a smaller sample size and over a shorter period of time. Uh, but at the same time, they both com- they, they they both contributed hugely to what we all saw through the mid to late two thousands. Um, I keep thinking about if I can think of anybody else who would deserve it more than either of them, and I can't. Uh, I can't. But I can't think the, of anybody. I, I mean, at the end of the day, yeah. they, they they both need to be in, and ideally, we just. Have them both See, go in at the same all time. The greats, why, why all the greats they? from the last Suns team before the SSOL Suns are in there? So you've got to finish off the SSOL group as well. So I yeah. think both need to be in there too. I agree. Both need to be in, but I'm not putting Marion in first. I mean, he he complained his way out of this town, like literally complained his way out of this town and now associates himself with the Dallas Mavericks because he had a cup of coffee there and won a title with them. And he doesn't even associate himself with the sun. So Marion is not, it cannot in my mind be the next one to go in. Even if he's more deserving from stats or time spent in the Valley, I think just because of that at a principle, you can't put him in next. I just, I don't see how you can do that. And Amari, he's been around, uh, it wasn't it wasn't contentious really when he left. It was just a the Suns realized it wasn't worth paying him a hundred million uh, guaranteed on on bad knees, and it, and it proved out to be right. The Knicks didn't get their money's worth, so I would I would put Amari in, and you could argue, you know, Amari 
was here a shorter amount of time, but was more important to those seven seconds or less sons uh, and, and that he did more and that he had that Western conference run finals run in 2010 where they proved they could do it without Marion uh, and, and did it, it uh, came very close to making the finals uh, with I, that group. I, uh, okay. As far as being fast, I'm going to get loud and yell really loudly right now. <laughs> Loud noises. <laughs> Loud voices. Says, hold on, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I, I did not realize this. Does Marion really like associate himself with the Mavs over the Suns? Yeah, he's there all the time may, with I, the Mavs and could doing be stuff. Super naive them. of me. If he he's, does, I think then you know what? Then you know what? Paul, shh, shh, sorry, sorry, guys. Not you know your what? pod. You know what, not, guys? Or, not no, my wait. pod, your pod. But I'll shush Paul anyway. I yeah, then, <laughs> you know what? You know what? Can I cuss? Can I cuss? Go Fuck ahead, Marion. Then you know what? <laughs> <laughs> he can do Sarver's in front of Paul him. Ring of Honor then. Identifies with the Mavs. He actually like is a color guy for them and all that. Sensabalos spends more time with the Mavs than Sean Marion. Okay, so Sensabalos can do whatever he wants to do. That's fine. He's in the but Ring Sean of Honor. Marion? No, he's in the ring. is not in the Ring of Honor. Isn't he? No. Oh, never mind. Why? Because he put a blindfold on once that Maybe you could see is, through in an all-star game? Is, is his blindfold in the Ring of Honor? Kevin Johnson Jeez. identifies with the city of Sacramento more than that. That's the, fine. That was, it, that was his home That's for different reasons that we don't need to talk about. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, hey, Duke just made a great point in the chat. The guy from the from the seven seconds or less sons that does not get the, the attention he deserves, Mike D'Antoni. D'Antoni deserves a spot in that ring as the architect of all of that. He Except quit. for the fact that D'Antoni's entire like thought process is what actually cost the Suns well, the chance to win the title. You could also no, no, argue that Amari... is what got the Suns three conference finals in six years. Yeah, you could argue Amari and stepping then, off the bench cost them a title, so then he doesn't deserve, if you're going to use that... Uh, well, let's not talk about it. let's not talk about David Stern's absolute <laughs> crushing of the Suns like, franchise. His his inability <laughs> to actually enforce the rules equally because I could I I could literally write a paper on that. <laughs> literally, Probably, I could write a paper. You've on got on. the time right court. now. I do right now. Posthumously <laughs> take him to court. <laughs> you just, it's almost like I wonder you're a if I could. I feel like if we just discovered the harm that it's causing to me, if we could sue the NBA still for intentional infliction of emotional distress. I think I think there's a lot of people that would sign on to that. You might have a class action suit, all right? Oh, the city of Phoenix will be so rich. Hey, Greg, you are CTAs, man. You're so good at it. What, you want me to uh, promote? Hey, you uh, make sure to click the thumbs up button yeah. on this bad <laughs> yes. boy that Tim always uh, we only have five wants you to do. Up, man. Hey, uh, so hit that hit that button yeah. like crazy, and then uh, <laughs> you know there is a fun function that Bezos Christ. Yes, that's the name on there. Please don't tweet me that I said something offensive on <laughs> yeah. the podcast. Bezos Christ just used the super chat function. You can donate to the show right there in the show notes. You can also. Uh, Find where Do you we get can. That? Uh, yeah. Hell no! <laughs> You're the guests. You, you, you what about what about, about Richard that. Dumas in the uh, Ring of Honor guys? No, yeah, no. no. Elliot Sox Perry. To, uh, he did mostly lines, not well, rings. Well, Richard though, Dumas right? was hot. Was the line of honor? The line of honor. The whole that whole '87 team will get in there too. Walter Davis is both in the ring and the line of honor for for the Phoenix oh, Suns. So. Yeah. 
<laughs> we went there. It's, this is where we're at right now. This is, we're making cocaine sons jokes at this point. Okay, That's okay. Where, where we are. Back to who should be next in the Ring of Honor. This is really good debate because um, actually you're right. Said Tabalos is not in the ring. Um, guys who yeah, are I know in the I'm ring right. are, Yeah, I know you're right. Um, guys also, who Danny are. Danny Ainge's not in there. Frank Johnson's not in there. Guys who are in the ring are life. Joe Klein's not in there. Gerard Mustaf's not in there. Even <laughs> Charles Barkley is a Lifer Sons fan, no matter what he says on TV. Andrew Lang's not in there. About cold nachos, um, cold cheese on the nachos. He watches every Suns game and he lives in Phoenix area still. So, having said that, neither of those dudes still live in the Phoenix area. And I think even Amari was wearing his Knicks hat or something when he, I don't know when he retired. So maybe neither of them because they're not lifers on the Suns fans. Well, look, I, I look at Amari more in that vein because the Suns decided to walk away. They could have locked him in and he would have been a lifelong. They could have locked him into a hundred million dollars. But I'm saying it, it was a, it was but a he mutual force and he didn't out. force his way out. It was True. simply, Marianne we don't think it's worth the, worth the investment. never looked back. That's yeah. true. Amari, I think, would have happily, I mean, granted, he probably would have happily played for anybody, but if they had asked him to come back and play, I'm I'm pretty sure he would have happily come back and, and ended his basketball career in Phoenix. I don't think there's any All ill right. will there. He's been around the team. With, I just came up with our next Ring of Honor person that hasn't been mentioned yet. Who's that? Devin Justin Booker. Oh, oh you know what? Devin, Devin Booker in there right now. Well, I mean, no, you I, can't do that. No, not now. Yeah, you can. <laughs> but I've actually have 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 any of you guys my whiskey? We're putting in Devin Booker. Uh, have, have you ever wondered though why? <laughs> Dave, get up, walk away, get some more. You're good. Have Have you ever wondered okay, why Marion, Marion, and Amari aren't in yet? Is there some like weird relationship thing with uh with Sarver that that's keeping them out? I mean. I, I'll That's tell you actually the weird... something I wonder. Yeah, I mean, it's it's odd to me that neither of them uh, have are in. And I'll tell you this much. Uh, I know for a fact that it was a fight to get Al McCoy in. Uh, it, was, it, it, was, it took forever. It was an argument that I had for five years when I was there. It happened the year after I left. But the argument always was... Well, we're not inducting a current employee into the Ring of Honor, and he's got I'm the media, and he's got Let's the media room, so uh, so we don't need to put him in the Ring of Honor. It was literally the argument for years about why Al couldn't go in the Ring of Honor. Obviously, uh, it was a dumb argument. It, it never was. should have been a good argument. Which makes well, me I wonder: is there some any time? But that makes me wonder: is there some kind I of literally? I, I am so look. I love Al to death. I see him every game. Say hi to him every game. I mean, he doesn't say hi back much, <laughs> but I say hi to him every He has day. no clue who the hell you no, are, he's Dave. such a nice guy. He doesn't know who I am. He always looks at my, my placard because it's eye to eye with him because he's so short. But he looks at my, my badge every time to remind himself of what my name is. Humble brag. Super nice guy. No, that's not a humble brag when the dude doesn't know my name and I've been working, you know, doing games for six years. More of a height thing, but <laughs> he knows what my badge looks like. Um, so no, he's a super nice guy, but I swear to God, that guy is perfect. His dream death is dying in the middle of the sun's broadcast and they had to get him in the ring of honor first. And I'm really glad that they did. Well, I mean, the McLeod ring of honor was kind of sad because he didn't really, 
Cotton uh, too, right? Didn't know much. Or Cotton no. was, po- uh, I believe, Cotton was after no, he, he was, passed. Yeah. So yeah, Cotton was after he passed. McLeod was after. He, so, but do but, it while they're alive. Well, but my point Just get was get Devin Booker done right my, now. My Boom. point was that obviously, there. I mean, there's things that it's a political thing, uh, in in some ways, in getting in the Ring of Honor. So it's kind of odd that Marion and Amari are aren't in there yet. So. Devin Booker legitimately could be the next one if there is some <laughs> kind of beef. <laughs> yeah, 15, 20 years from now. Because they killed an entire decade of Suns basketball. You can't yeah. even argue anybody for a decade <laughs> deserves to go in there. Well, what like, Goran Dragic! I mean, how Goran. long? So what? Um, uh, Nash, right, is like the more most recent guy. Like, Correct. Associated yeah. with, so... How long has he been retired compared to when Amari and he had been retired a a year, I believe. It was it was yeah, it was a year after his retirement that he went in because we had discussions well, about Well that makes no sense then. We we had a year yeah. we had discussions <laughs> we had discussions the year before he ran in, went in the Ring of Honor when the Lakers cut him. If even though he couldn't play, we could bring him back for a ceremonial uh, final game as a member of the Suns and check him in one last time. And Nash yeah. wasn't necessarily interested in that, but then they did the ring of honor thing. So another fun fact, Steve Nash was totally drunk during his ring of honor ceremony. Oh, he was so he, smashed. He had been drinking yeah. at the, at the uh, party beforehand and it was damn entertaining. Across I'll tell the you street, that much. they only yes. had to walk over. Yeah. yeah, it was. Yeah, I was in that party for part of the time. You were and in yes, the party. They were. They. Uh, they he. Good he, for you, he had, man. Mr. He had fun. Talk about humble brags. Hey, on the, cor- on, the court during, on the court during on the court during Nash's uh, induction, taking photos. It was got a some, good party. I was there. Got some great. I was, uh, I was at his party. I got did some great photos. It was. Uh, it was great. I got a great picture of him and Al. Yeah, the, 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 I was, I'm in the line of honor now you and, as well. You and Steve and Al and me, all did yeah. Shot, right? I, I've actually <laughs> drank. I've actually drank right with there. Al McCoy. That is an entertaining thing to do, as well. Well, you guys do see eye to eye. We do. We're both short. So, <laughs> so yeah, I don't know. Heck, I, yeah. Who knows? Who I? I don't think. I don't think there is. Uh, any don't think clear there's a line next? Of sight I think they're going to do Marion and Stoudemire just because there is no other next. Do you do Marion Stoudemire and and D'Antoni all at once? Like just go. We're having a big seven seconds or less reunion. Oh my you know, god! And and Could you every, imagine the fifteen? Or well, we're already past the wow. All three. We're already past the fifteen year of that first uh, seven seconds or less team. But uh, but yeah, do do it all at once. Have Nash come back. Do a whole. Uh, retrospective on the seven seconds or less team, uh, it could be it, that could be a fun way to do it and just put in that whole crew to to join Nash uh, in the Ring of Honor. That would be a fun fun way to do it. Uh, let's shift gears here a bit because uh, I think we've uh, hit the end of uh, so of long, uh, so long. <laughs> we we got we went very long on that. We've and done this I, for thirty eight minutes already. God, we're. I'm gonna. Th- I, I, but before. <laughs> Espo, before you shift gears, I, I still I still don't like the idea of D'Antoni being in the Ring of Honor. I'm sorry, I just don't. I don't. Why not? I don't. His system why is why his no. si- his system, system arguably revolutionized basketball. Right yeah, I mean, it, it, arguably oh, well, the NBA the can put him into its Ring of Honor. 
I mean, he's going to go into the Hall of Seriously? Fame. Seriously? Yeah. He's going to go into the NBA's Ring of Honor, but not the Suns when his entire career is based on the Suns? I'm just as spiteful as Robert Sarver. He, I mean, he may, he, he's the nicest guy in the world. There's the, oh, I'm sure he's a, I'm sure he's a lovely man. There's an I'm argument sure lovely, there to, but, that he made Nash. I mean, there's, there's a legitimate argument that the two MVPs, isn't there also, thank you, Paul. But yes, but th- that's the thing. So how do you separate the two? If one gets in, the other one deserves to be in because you can't I figure out I separate the two by in. saying that because Nash made Nash. him. Nash had success <laughs> after. Uh, I think I think they made right. each other. And Dan and Dan Tony in Houston's had success, and the same the same issues he had here in he's Phoenix. He's won just yeah. yeah that's what. No, he's mm. won less there than he did in Phoenix. That's true, but it still because he's has also a contender. had less. Yeah. yeah, that's true. He had he has less talent. All right, let's let's talk about. Uh, Jesus Christ, yes, again, I'm not saying something bad. That's actually the name in the chat. Uh, <laughs> we donated $5 to the cause. Gentlemen, I'll send you your $0.35 cents after the show. Uh, he's, he says, uh, you know, says loves Royalties. the show, wants to know uh, what our thoughts on a potential return to the Madhouse for the Suns if they play this summer. John Gambadoro, uh, late last week or early this week, it all blends together when I've been in one room for for a large period of time, but uh, said that his sources are believe that if they do come back and play, they will play at the Madhouse for any remaining games uh, that yeah. the Suns may play. It's going to be interesting. That place is a dump. I mean, it's a mausoleum <laughs> of, of basketball, but uh, so, but it'll be interesting if they play there. Can you imagine? Okay. So here's my dream scenario. So obviously this won't happen, but this is my dream scenario because the talk, not the talking stick resort arena is under construction. Uh, that's just reality. Uh, my dream scenario is they go back to Madhouse on McDowell and, and they, the NBA comes back with, there's going to be 14 owners who are not qualified for the playoffs right now. And there's only going to be time for a half a dozen regular season games <sighs> remaining before a playoffs has to actually start. So I really think, that there's a there's a chance there's a strong chance that the NBA will come back with a 28 or 30 team playoff where if it's only 28 there'll be a play in that includes all 30 teams um, or there's a playoffs that has all the bottom teams in each conference playing against each other for the right for the oh. eighth seed that would be incredible Dave, and Dave, the Suns would singing, actually make the playoffs uh, you are singing my so basically singing my tunes are with these idea give well this what? is this so, is actually this actually Adam Silver's idea if you think about it it's the tournament he's talked about it's the play in yeah, tournament it's, it's the, the mid season it's the mid tournament. tournament give me this put it at the end i know i know spencer dinwiddie suggested something similar uh, um, john hollinger has suggested something similar i'm not suggesting anything rocket science i'm just hoping they do it I and agree. I hope it involves the Suns. Give give me that tournament perfection, and it'll yeah, prove Dinwiddie it'll prove like, what Silver thinks. And at the Madhouse, would did we had a massive bracket tournament that like the first round was like three games, and then the second round five games, but it was like all thirty two, all thirty teams. And yeah, and I really like Hollingers. Hollingers would actually have several playing games among the bottom uh, fourteen teams to get to that eighth seed where um, the Suns would basically play 13 against 12 and then against the winner of the 10, 15 or 11, 14, something like that. And then 
play the Grizzlies. Those, whoever won that would play the Grizzlies. Um, and then that person would get the eighth seed. That team would get the eighth seed and get a seven, uh, seven game. So it looked like the WCC uh, tournament. <laughs> I think it'd be, it'd be incredible. It'd be so fun. Daniel, you're right. This is actually technically Bill Simmons' uh, idea from from years ago. He's been touting Look, the play-in sure. tournament for and the I'm not even suggesting so, this yeah. is a unique idea. No, I know I you're not. Well, let's, I, I know you're not. Let's just, can we just talk about let's, – let's focus on what I think was the original point was how amazing would it be to just see a Suns game at the Madhouse McDowell game? You not know, that I'm amazing. Gonna, I'm going to throw out a <laughs> no. Yeah, I'm going to throw out a not that amazing. A, a name dropping. Espo. I did this with Wait, the Suns. Wait, how old? Espo, how old are you? I'm 37. I remember them playing in the played. Madhouse. My how point really? not getting to diaper? see them play there again not be amazing. Look, because I had kept I had an extra <laughs> knot yeah, in there because but the building is 50 years old, right? Yeah. This That's is going to be in the dead of summer because we're now pushing this into June, July, the and that building, is awful. that building is not made to be. To, I don't know what improvements they yeah. they invested in to have the Mercury play this there this summer. Hopefully studs. Hopefully like girders. And it's, shit wait, whoa, whoa, it whoa, 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 Let me let me get this right. So so as so, you as a child grew up there. Watching the Suns play at that arena, right? Excuse me, that stadium, yes. right? As did I. And you think that because maybe they haven't put like more comfortable air conditioning in, and Dave thinks there's bad parking, like you don't no, want to no. go I back also and think watch the structure will like, fall down on our heads. Look, I think you I really, think one game yeah, there. Yeah, but it's still would, standing right now. Putting people on the side of it won't make it collapse. Look, and and we've Jeff seen Suns fans. It's been quite quiet. Two years yeah. ago, when the Suns did a scrimmage there, Hornacek would kind of leaned in. and He's like, "Dude, I hope this building stays standing for the next three hours because there's it's not used to having this many people. And then if you make it a playoff atmosphere, they'll be going nuts." Look, I would. What if the whole the, place falls and it kills Dave, all? Dave, I Dave, I appreciate your uh, your 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 positive outlook on Suns fans. <laughs> Look, Would I'm the Coyotes a, arena I am viable. No, I've I've heard not, that the Madhouse is freaking Glendale. No, I've heard the Madhouse is where they're going to go, but I look, I am well, for so it for one for the Mercury, so they're already. Yeah. Look, you know, honestly, no, honestly, if days. I can, if I can watch a Suns game in the Madhouse at McDowell and I die in the collapse of the building, then you know what? I've got life insurance in place. My family's <laughs> fine. I'm happy. Wow. You're just not going to bring your family with you to any of those there's, games. There's, there's, <laughs> well, a, there's a lot of... Th- I'll bring my less favorite daughter with me. Yeah. <laughs> Look, I I already have to go to an aging arena to watch a crappy Suns team for the last decade. Why would I want to go to an fine. even... O- why would I want to go to an even older arena to watch them in the dead of summer when I'm pretty convinced that air conditioning's not going to hold up? If I want to sweat i'm just gonna go stand in my backyard and save the effort to go to downtown phoenix all right i don't want to go to the giant pringle chip in the middle of uh, of crappy uh phoenix all right and i know because my brother lives about 10 feet 10 feet fantastic description imagine us all trying to park at that freaking arena walking a mile to get in the air conditioning doesn't work. The building is shaking and creaking. The nacho cheese so is cold. The nacho cheese is cold. Can I just the, point the out? The dancers Dave, aren't as Dave, good looking Dave, because they've been Dave, there since the Dave, 80s. Dave, 
They bring back the old dance. Dave, we don't. We 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 don't all get press parking at the current Suns Arena, so <laughs> some of us have to walk anyway, my friend. No, no, dude, I actually have to park behind Chase Field, so I have to walk anyway. But at least my car is covered parking, and when I come back to it, it's not like so is mine. And, and you're not <laughs> afraid you're going to get mugged either in in downtown Phoenix. But have you been around the the fairgrounds? Yeah. I have. <laughs> my brother lives about ten feet from the fairgrounds. It ain't pretty. All right. Mine step on a needle. Yeah. Well, I'm not going that far, man. Jeez. <laughs> Show some respect to the area. Oh, oh yeah, okay, Just take great. that, take that, that step too one far. too far. All right. Jeez. <laughs> Leave it to Paul to go too far. <laughs> That's my lot in life. Wait, hold on. Hold on. I, uh, I don't hold defend up. Paul very often. But he literally on. said, you're going to walk and step on something. You thought that was too much. A needle. <laughs> Come on. Come on. I, I just okay. learned from you. I okay. learned from you, Justin. Look, I thought that's how great. we have to this treat Paul. I might get mugged you know on my way. You know what's going to happen tomorrow morning? Tim's going to wake up and watch this. Tim's going to wake up and watch this tomorrow and be like, this is why I host the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> They've gone for 48 minutes and have talked about nothing to 12 people. <laughs> to 12 people. I really appreciate the 12 of you, or actually 17 right now, who are on oh, hey. right now. Really appreciate it. I, I love you guys. Love you guys. Look, Thank I love for being here. I love John uh, Humble in the chat. He says, that, "Crappy Phoenix, cold blooded, laugh my ass off. You won't get <laughs> jumped, dog. You good? I got you back. Thank I you, got John. You back. <laughs> I appreciate no, you might that. Step on something and that's too much. I, I appreciate <laughs> that, John. Now I'm willing to go to the madhouse for whatever games they play there. Tim is going to lose his mind. Is right. Yeah. Tim is going to revoke this one. Imagine Tim editing this into like a, an anchor episode. Tim's going to revoke like I, my privileges I, to post any of this stuff. No, I feel like Tim will be thankful because I'm getting text messages from some of my buddies saying what they've said in the chat and wondering why it hasn't been commented on. <laughs> um, <laughs> I said you, you look like a pumpkin. More than usual, too. This is good. Uh, somebody, Dan, claimed I have the Rona. <laughs> I keep mentioning random sun snubs of Ring of Honor. No response. New game. Find a way to say flabbergasted. I'm, I, I am flabbergasted by you guys' faith in Madhouse staying up. I'm flabbergasted by the fact that uh, somebody thought Justin looked like a pumpkin. Not round enough. I'm the guy that probably would look like a pumpkin if I wore orange. So. I think it's the orange and the orange. <laughs> orange. It's, it's technically. That's, that's true. It wasn't a weight joke, Greg. Not all jokes are weight this jokes. This is true. But by, by the way, I love that there's there's four of us on here, right? Three of us have glasses, and that's still not even a third of the number of pairs that uh, that Tim has. Maybe <laughs> <laughs> one episode. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, bad. Any any other random topics we should discuss? Any other text messages that we're have going come to in? Talk about. Remember, I said let's we'll talk about that later. What was that? Uh, you want me to remember? This is that why was I don't a long host. Time ago. I do have a Laker fan saying that uh, put the grill in the Ring of Honor. Fuck D'Antoni. Excuse me. F word D'Antoni. Mm. He says nothing. Appearances at conference finals means nothing. Did. Oh, why did you become a Suns fan? Are we going to do that one? 
Oh yeah, we oh. were going to talk about that. Yeah, <gasps> Justin. <Ooh>. Justin, <laughs> why did Justin gets first? Why did you become um, a a Suns fan? Was it uh, Sarver or was it uh, your love for uh, crappy old uh, arenas? Which one was it? Actually, I mean, if I have to choose between those two, is <laughs> love for crappy old arenas. <laughs> I mean, dude, I was born into it. I mean, how I'm. I'm, that's it. That's your whole story. That's your whole fucking story. You've been waiting all day for this, and that's all you came up with. But hey, how honestly though, how bad is it that? And I've done this to my daughter. She's three. She's already a Suns fan. How bad is it that parents saddle their their children with <laughs> with this? You Dude, could pick a winning team we, to make your child a fan look, of. We as parents saddle our children with a lot of problems, <laughs> just because we're parents. This is the least of their problems being fans of a shitty basketball team. Uh, I don't I don't know about well, that. Apparently my dad failed. I don't root for a single team he roots for. So <laughs> he failed. Well, no. Because your dad <laughs> he, roots for winning teams yeah. because then he yeah, definitely he the Yankees. Like, yeah. Uh, no. He's yeah, from New York, not... so it's actually oh, okay. Okay, yeah. It's okay. I like uh, <laughs> Okay. I was born into this. You can say it. Go I'm ahead. I'm I was born at uh, Good Samaritan Hospital, which is now gigantic, much bigger than when I was a kid. But at the end of the day, Isn't that I went the to Madhouse McDowell together with like several different looking structures, all like connected to each other. Yeah, it's Great Isn't Samaritan it now. It's or is gotten that so big. Children. Never mind. Go no, ahead. I think you're talking about Phoenix Children. I'm probably thinking about Phoenix Children. Okay, never mind. But Go. but but point being, <laughs> when I was a kid, we didn't have. I mean. When I was born, we didn't have the Cardinals. We certainly didn't have the Diamondbacks. We definitely didn't have the Coyotes. There were no sports in Phoenix. Right. We had the Roadrunners. We, we had, had the, we the Firebirds. <laughs> and the I Firebirds. have been... Firebirds? First first foul ball I ever got at a Firebirds game. Second foul ball I got literally two weeks ago at an ASU versus University of San Diego baseball game. So... Both at Phoenix Muni. But... Yeah, no, Phoenix. So, point being, so I I grew up with like I grew up with the Suns. The Suns were everything to me, athletically as a kid. My dad had season tickets. His firm had season tickets right down the walkway where the Suns would come in and leave every game, on the aisle. So I would get fives from the players, fives from the Suns girls, yada yada yada, and so is the girls. It was mostly the girls, but <laughs> I don't know. That's just like that. That's always been what I associate the Phoenix. The Suns' actual girls, like the women, like they're they're ladies. Both. <laughs> but but the Suns are. If you think about what Phoenix's sports history is, I mean, it's it's the Suns. Yeah. No, I'm the same. I came here in '83. And um, I, when my dad had, lived yeah, here fine. since I was a child, yeah. since since he was a, you know, growing up and all that. And so he was always a Suns fan. He is a season ticket holder. He had seats very close to where yours were, Justin. I wonder if our parents knew each other. Um, his were right off the corner as well where the Suns came in. And um, his were just down the way a little bit. So we didn't get any high fives. We weren't as cool as you. But... <laughs> But um, we, oh, I, was, I grew up a Suns fan. My dad swore off of them when they got bad after their finals run. But I just, you know, I 
say that's a fault of my father's. Um, <clears throat> and uh, they got bad in the late 90s for a while. Still making the playoffs, but kind of bad. He he swore off of them. Then I became a season ticket holder during the SSOL years, taking over his seats um, that he had been giving away every year to other people, um, a portion of his seats. And uh, that I had, I was a fan all the way through SSOL, and then I started covering him. So I mean I but I grew up what reading about the Suns in the morning paper every day because it was the only pro team there. It was yeah, it was great. Paul, what about you? Um, I I moved to Phoenix uh, the summer of '93, so I I got to the, got to town like right after the the finals run. So, um, but I knew I was moving, so I was watching uh, the finals, and I was the only one of my friends rooting for the Suns because I'm like, hey, this is where I'm moving to, and so that kind of got me into it. And then when I got here, um, my dad's company um, didn't have seats; they had we had a box. So I got to sit in a box for like the 93, 94 season. That and sounds like, awful. It was horrible. <laughs> it was horrible. I had, I had, I was very spoiled for a number of years and just, um, so I, but I really like loved those teams, like the, the bar, the Barkley teams. And then the ones shortly after he left. And then honestly, I fell off of it for a while just cause I wasn't like super into, into sports and then got back to it, got back into it in college when, uh, um, he met like, me. yeah, that, that helped. But then, and then I moved, uh, Paul was a rollerblader as <laughs> <laughs> I, I I more of a hockey guy. He was, he was a fan of the Phoenix Cobras, the roller hockey team. Uh, yes. <laughs> hey, um, what's the worst part about being a rollerblader? <laughs> no, Paul, don't say it. <laughs> um, but then um, I actually moved uh, to the East Coast after I graduated college, which was right when the seven seconds or less started. And that was one of the ways to kind of keep me connected to back home. And that's kind of really when I got into it, staying up to like one in the morning, watching games and whatnot. Nice. Well, for Great. me, for me, it was the it was the Barkley uh, Barkley run was really when I got into it. I was 10, 9, 10 that season and uh it that just kind of captured the imagination uh you know i watched before but that was when i really became diehard and uh unfortunately got uh got addicted to sons basketball and uh have never stopped uh you know as everybody knows i was lucky enough to uh spend time uh with the team working for the team and that was uh uh, you know, a dream come true for at least a little while. And uh, and now I talk about them from a closet in my house. So, uh, yeah, I've got a sickness and it hasn't gone away. Uh, and, and I don't think it ever will. But uh, it was that it was those nights uh, as a kid listening to Al McCoy on an old black uh, Emerson radio in my room that uh, that did it. Uh, did it for yeah, me. I remember the simulcast. Yep. <clears throat> on TV. Was it TV nine or forty five? Nine. I think it was- Nine first, then 45 after, maybe. Yep. But it was Al McCoy, and call those games. God, that was the best. Yeah, Cotton, Greg Schulte called games with him uh, in, during that run. Uh, it, yeah, I, I, I just, it's, it's just been ingrained in me since then. When you, when you get that dedicated to something that young, you just wind up, you know, it just sticks with you. And, you know, Jerry Seinfeld made the it makes the old joke. Uh, you know, sports is just rooting for laundry, and in some cases, it is. I mean, 
I wouldn't be a, a diehard like I am if it weren't for still my love for that 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 Barkley KJ Marley uh, years. But uh, you know, I, it's not going to go away, and I think it's ingrained in in a lot of us, uh, a lot of us that way. And uh, so that's why we stick around, even when you get ten years of uh, of hard times, you stick around because you remember how good it can be and how unbelievable an experience. It can be, and it winds up, you know, you wind up meeting people, and, and you know, fan, fandom becomes a, basically a, a common language you speak. I mean, the four of us wouldn't wouldn't be sitting here talking on Skype if it weren't for for this team. I mean, hell, we've uh, we lived through an earthquake together, and now through <laughs> 60 minutes of pain, whatever this thing's been, because we because we love this team, and I don't think that's ever going to change. So. Hey, guys, this been 60 minutes this, of joy. This, pizza on me. Let's go somewhere. 75 bucks worth of pizza being delivered we to my house. Yeah, we can't. <laughs> we if, can't. If, 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 if James in, though, then Marley. it's, it's, uh, a hundred because twenty five bucks a person. No, <laughs> you know, uh, um, uh, you can this, do it. I use your words. <laughs> <laughs> so this whole like everything going on right now is like super fucked it's up and weird, podcast, right? Man. It's super it's weird. weird. It's super weird. But like the. The the Suns have always been around for me. Like again, Madhouse mm-hmm. and McDowell is where I started watching the Suns. Where I want to watch the Suns again to this day, even if it means the Billers and collapse on me. <laughs> I I think about the Suns like and what this team could be, what opportunities there are with them, and and the 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 the, the possibility that maybe. Maybe before I fucking die, they win a goddamn title. Because, dude, my mom and I... This is what we all tell ourselves. Dude, hey, my mom, my mom, she moved from the Philippines to Chicago the rest, to Arizona. And when she came to Arizona, was a Suns fan from the beginning. And she never got to see it. I just want to see one motherfucking title before I die. Well, right. let's not worry about language. Uh, well, hey, but that, uh, t- yeah, Tim's not here. We're not here. No? It's fine. Look, I mean, Tim. the the bottom line comes. It, it, it's that. It's it's just that that passion to feel what it was like again when we were kids, and and just to get that one more time. I think is why. Uh, why you you sit around and you root so damn hard for a team that uh, that basically has mistreated you for a decade is because you just want to recapture that and uh, it's kind of like uh, being married sometimes, right? I mean to to Dave. So <laughs> no, that's pretty bad. <laughs> Which I kind of feel like the last bad. three years I have basically been married to you with this show, Dave. So so I can feel it. So. Uh, well, you know what, guys? I think we've done enough damage here after an hey, hour. Real, real yeah. quick. Yeah, go ahead. Because um, <laughs> I want to make this longer. Have you guys seen the um, the Arizona sports team bracket on AZ Central? The, the... I, I caught it on, on Twitter, and I, I'm very confused by it. 
Is it I the logos or the team? Tweet 16 bracket. <laughs> tweet 16. Oh, the the donkey tweet 16 bracket? I don't know yeah. if it's yep. the logos or what, but like the Phoenix Coyotes are number one seed and the Cardinals are number two seed. The Wildcats, your you, your boys, your your Wildcats lost to the Firebirds. Yeah, it was Ooh. a lo- that was their logo bracket. It was best okay. best logo. Yeah, if if you want to see uh, some hatred in a bracket, go to the uh, Donkey Tweet sixteen over on uh, yeah. on my feed. Uh, we're we're <laughs> into cool. the the egregious eight. We'll be unveiling that tomorrow. <laughs> the egregious eight. You'll be able to vote. I feel there. like I didn't know there was a team called the Sugar actually, Skulls. But you didn't put an actual. Nate Duncan tweet into that. No, he's already because he's already in the ring of dishonor. And this is like he's the namesake, so he's already there. This is who gets inducted into that uh, into that ring of dishonor uh, along with uh, with the namesake. So um, yeah, yeah. so we'll see who does it. So gentlemen, uh, Paul, Justin, thank you for uh, taking time. Thanks for doing this, guys. Uh, This has been fun. We needed to make sure Thanks that Dave was us. Dave at his age was okay. So uh, thank you for uh, yeah, making well. sure he was doing all right. And to the uh, to the fifteen or sixteen people hey man, who listen to this, thanks, uh, Dave. I uh, always appreciate talking with you, Dave, myself, and and maybe Tim. I don't know if he'll come back after <laughs> listening to whatever this train wreck was. But uh, we'll. Do, I think we'll be back Saturday, grading more players and uh, crying about the fact that there's no basketball. We'll so be we, back Saturday for sure. <laughs> we will talk to you then, guys.